0: Pulled in by Adams for the touchdown. Third down and four as Rogers throws. It's Adams makes the catch and will take it in for his second touchdown today. Shout out to the two. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy K D G back again with another pack. Oh no, it's not pack. Attack. I gotta get that out. The, I gotta get that out of my system. Welcome back to another get at me podcast now we gotta also take a shout out to spotify so anybody that's watching this or listening to this on spotify shout out to you guys as well i uh, had a little hiccup yesterday as to why i did not go live like i always state i try to do these monday wednesday and friday so every other day pretty much during the week 12 30 eastern that is the plan uh, but we here today and actually it was actually a good thing kind of As to why um, we ended up going live today, because if I would have went live yesterday, we really didn't get any information on Jair until like in the afternoon, damn near evening. And so it's actually good that I actually ended up going live today. So you know what it is, man. Um, Normally after a Monday or after a Tuesday or whatever victory that we have, uh, you know, normally I go over the game and, you know, I do my thing. You know, I do my recap after the game right away and then I do more of an in-depth recap uh, but, you know, things are a little bit different now because even though that we won last week, even though that we won last uh, last Sunday, I should say, uh, we did lose somebody, man. It, was, it came at a cost. It definitely, it definitely came at a cost. And so now, you know, we got to actually speak on that. And now that we got some information, we can speak on that. And so that's what this podcast is going to be about. It's going to be about Jair Alexander. Now, he has been ruled to have a AC joint injury. Now, I do got a couple of tweets that I can fall back on that I can give you guys a glimpse as to how serious it is. Now, Coach LaFleur came out yesterday and said that, hey, he'll probably have something more official this Wednesday. They're looking at all the the uh, the routes that they can take about this injury because there's a lot of stuff about this injury. There's definitely a lot of stuff about this injury and how serious it is and can he play you know, as soon as Sunday type of ordeal. And so if that's the case, uh I see my boy, uh my boy Boyd in the chat going, wow. Hey sir, relax. We didn't do nothing, man. We did not cheat you guys. We did not cheat you guys. Um but let me just pull out some tweets to just go along with this. Now the first tweet I'm gonna pull up and unfortunately for Spotify y'all can't see what I'm actually pulling up but I'm gonna actually repeat what I'm seeing. So uh for the first tweet we got to pull up um now take all this for a grain of salt at the end of the day we don't have anything official i just want to put that out there at the end of the day we do not have anything official but this is just some things that are being stated now uh we do have a doctor game what's this man's name not this one not this one one. game injury doc pull up his uh what's his name he has over a thousand followers now like i said you can take it with a grain of salt take it with a grain of salt but this guy seems to be reliable now um, they're saying that depending on the grade is depending on how long he's going to be out. Now, grade one is going to be one to three weeks. Grade two is four to six weeks. Grade three or higher could be out for the season. Now, they did speak on – I know LaFleur spoke on this yesterday where, you know, he didn't rule out him being out for the year. I don't think it's that serious. Um, In my opinion, I can see it being roughly grade one because if you go to my next tweet, which I'm about to pull up next, um – which is from Tom Silverst- uh, Silverstone. Let me see. Let me just pull it up real quick. Share this screen. Now, from Tom Silverstein, he said, bottom line for the Packers quarterback Jair Alexander, according to a source, is he can play safely with a shoulder brace. He does not uh, – uh does he just need to uh just need some time to heal or is it longer term that's why the injury is being looked at by multiple specialists Packers need to get this right so when I hear Tom Silverstein saying something like that now this is from a source you can take it for word or you can take it however you want to take it at the end of the day like I stated we have nothing official uh but if they're saying that hey he can play on this as long as he's wearing a brace or whatever. It sounded like it's more of a pain tolerance type of thing. It sounded like it's more grade one than it's grade two. Now, uh, again, none of, nothing has been confirmed. I, I want to repeat myself. Nothing has been confirmed. Uh, but it sounded like, you know, it's between that one to two range. Um, knowing how the Green Bay Packers operate, they're probably going to approach it like it's a grade two and keep them out for a minute. In my opinion, I, I personally, and this is just me speaking, Doctor Dr. Dr. KDG here, me personally, I will keep them out until after the bye week. Now the bye week uh, is near the end of November, so just to be on the safe side, I'm always about being on the safe side. I You always gotta approach these seasons with the with the marathon mindset. It's not a sprint. There's plenty of time, plenty of uh, of, of games to go. Albeit, you can't take no uh, no game lightly, and you want to have your best foot out there for each game that you go into each week. Uh But when the Packers are now three and one, it gives you some room to be a little bit more cautious. The same thing with Darius. Um, He hasn't necessarily been ruled out for the season, but at the same time, they're being very cautious with him. The same thing with Elton Jenkins. He could have been came back, but seeing as, you know, they trust their O-line, those guys have been balling out, and so it's giving them more room to be a little bit more weary with them. And so, and the same thing with David Batiari, which is why they put him on IR. They understand that, hey, this is something that we can, you know, we can ride this out just a little bit longer and see how long it goes. Now, the defense is clearly not the same without an all pro player such as jair alexander you're not going to replicate that type of success however there are ways to mask this now another tweet i want to pull up is a couple of guys that the packers did in fact bring in i want to say yesterday they brought these guys in yesterday Um, about to pull this tweet out and why it's relevant to what i'm about to say next So let me just show you guys what the tweet is. Um, Aaron Wilson said, Packers are working out Delano Hill and Justice Reed. Now, why is that important? Well, the Green Bay Packers working out those two guys tell me that, hey, they're planning to go about being without Jair for a minute. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, you always want to be smart about it. Um, I believe Reed, no, I believe Hill is actually a safety. Now, why are they bringing in a safety to work out? Well, if you bring in a safety, um, you can possibly, like I said, have him on the back end. You still have. Let me pull up his name because he has a he has a weird name, man. Let me just pull up his name real quick. Um, let me pull up his name real quick. You still have Shamar Jean Charles. He's the safety. And the reason why I bring those guys' names up, the reason why I bring these safety names up is this. If you depend on going into the nickel. Now, word is, they're, just in case they don't have King, word is is that they plan on having Sullivan outside. I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, but they plan on having Sullivan outside if King is not available. Obviously, if King is available, then I believe, you know, Sullivan is back in the slot. Uh, but just in case King can't go due to his concussion or whatever is going on with him, they're saying that, hey, they they like to have those two guys back him and elton jenkins for this week so that's good news for those guys um but it's looking like if king cannot go for whatever reason or if one of those corners get injured you bring savage down to the slot you have savage play the slot you have king sullivan play outside obviously with Stokes playing outside as well that way you have another safety to come in and to fill up that safety spot when savage is playing in the slot and so those are ways to try to mask that injury another way for me i'm not firing up the campaign or anything like that shout out to miss carter in the chat i see you um <laughs> um ways to to match this and like i said i'm not firing up the campaign i don't have no hashtags not just not just yet but there is a guy out there in new england who's right now he's on the ir he's on the pup list ir he can come back within you know a few weeks same as david batiar uh you bring him back um depending on how the Patriots is looking maybe the Patriots are not in the playoff hunt maybe you make Stephon Gilmore available hey I mean listen depending on how long Jair is out go go make a move go make a move go make an offer go see what's going on let's just see what Bill is looking at now that that might come at a premium so Stephon Gilmore at the end of the day he's still looking to get paid he's still looking to get paid but I'm pretty sure he'll play on the contract that he's on right now Um, but you know, Bill can get a third for him in free agency if he were to lose him. He can get a third for him, and that's what I'm hearing. Uh from a comp pick. And so Bill might be looking for a third. Just throwing that out there. The window is definitely open this year for the Green Bay Packers. They probably want to be all in based off of how the contract, I mean how the cat space is uh looking for this season. They have room to make moves, and so um, I'm not firing up the campaign just yet. I'm gonna play it out but I would not be opposed to them trying to find another way to match this because, like I said, Jair is a big loss. This secondary is top 10 in the league when it comes to passing yards allowed from, from passing. They're top 10. I believe they like number eight. They only allow like, I want to say 200. Let me just look it up. Let me give you guys an accurate number as to what they allow because um, they're definitely top 10. I think they like number eight in the league when it comes down to passing defense. So the secondary is good. I know that, you know, they. it looked like they've been getting eat up or they look like they've been giving up some bombs or whatever, even to play with Jair on a slight push-off. I'm going to call it a slight push-off only because Stokes got called for a DPI on that same little move that uh, Deontay Johnson, I believe, made on Jair. So you got to keep that in mind. You got to keep that in mind. But um, where is this at? I'm looking for this stat. Let me stop sharing the screen. I'm looking for the stat to see where the Packers are actually ranked on defense, on um, passing yards allowed. Let's see. Packers are let me see eighths in the league in passing yards allowed, only allowing 209 passing yards. So that's not that's that's not bad. It's actually pretty decent. And so you're gonna have to find ways to cover up the loss of Jair again for those that just got in here uh, we don't have anything official just yet but based off of the grade it would depend on how long he's going to be out and based off of what Tom Silverstein has stated um, he has a source he's actually probably the closest to the team than anybody Um, he's stating that if need be he could play and he has to have a brace he can play quote-unquote safely now teams don't really throw his side so maybe it's not going to be that He's not going to be, you know, at risk that much. But at the end of the day, you know, teams feel like if you're vulnerable, we're going to try you. And so I can definitely see teams testing him out. And That's why I don't want him out there just yet. I, I don't want him out there just yet. And so um, we're going to see how they go about it. My, I wouldn't be surprised if they held him out for a few weeks. Who knows? Green Bay is very, very cautious when it comes to, to injuries. And so they're going to do what's in the best of their interest. Now, I'm done speaking on that, but let me see what you guys are saying. Appreciate everybody coming through on this Tuesday afternoon. I appreciate that. If you haven't already hit that like button, make sure you guys hit that like button. Fat Boy said, "What up, Packer Nation? What's going on, man? I'm good." I'm definitely good. Jamal, what's going on? My boy Boyd in the chat, he's upset, he's frustrated, he's mad that his Steelers lost. He called us a cheating team, and the football guys are going to get us. I don't know what happened. I don't recall saying anything crazy, boy. You'll be all right. I'll see you tomorrow. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Drew, what's going on, man? What's going on? I hope everything is good with you. Uh, Fatboy said, hope all is good. Hope our team can get back healthy ASAP, continue to get better in all phases, and finally get this title back home. The the beauty of it, and, and, and I hate to say this because there's no beauty in injuries, but the beauty in this is that we're performing the way that we're performing without having some key guys. And if everything plays out and if everything works out, these guys will be available for the home stretch. And when I mean the home stretch, I'm talking about the last two months of the season, the last month of the season, December, January, uh into November, when you start rolling, and then you start, you know, working on you know getting your seed right, and you know, just getting hot at the right time. It's all about getting hot at the right time in the NFL. And so if you can do this now with a couple of guys being out. You get your guys back at the home stretch of the season. Everything is, is going to look good. It's definitely going to look good. So hopefully, you know, it, pl- it plays out perfectly, man. Hopefully it does. It's still early, though. It's still early. We're only in week five. It's crazy that we already in week five, but it's only week five. You have, what well, the Packers got about, what, 14 more games to go, 13 more games to go. So it's it's definitely a marathon. It's not a sprint uh drew said got a knock on wood now that this man boy doesn't mention the football guys listen man boy can mention the football guys all he wants to i mean we haven't done anything i mean i haven't said anything crazy i don't know about y'all man but i've been chilling so i don't know what boy is talking about he's just frustrated right now man he has a one in three team and still is just cooked it's hard to come back from one in three man and he know it and he know it. he got he, he, he has to deal with that. he has to deal with that uh, Drew saying, I'm pretty sure they're going to arrest Jair for four weeks. I wouldn't be surprised and I wouldn't be mad at it. I mean, you know, my motto, man, save him, save him. Uh, the night man comments, he said, tell me there's a grade 0.5. I mean, if it was a grade 0.5, he'd have been back. Uh, but it's definitely a grade. Um, it's actually a, a picture out there with him in a sling. That doesn't mean anything. I mean, you might see him with a sling on, but that doesn't mean anything. Um, you know, it's just to keep some pressure off of his arm. I'm all for that. I'm all for that. Nicholas J said November. Hey, again, nothing confirmed. That's just that's where I will keep him out. I keep him out till November, but that's just me. That's just me. Drew said I don't want to uh, risk Jair, bro. This season is so long. I will really wait until the bye week, man. And see, we here, then Drew, man. You we 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 eye to eye right now. We definitely eye to eye. Uh Comment said no Z and no Jair. We better score thirty five plus game, and that's what it's gonna come down to. I mean, look at the end of the day. The Packers' offense was going to post, well, in my opinion, was supposed to carry this team early on in the season, just for those guys to get used to to Joe Barry's scheme. And I think with each passing week, they're getting better and better. But you still need the offense to come through. And right now, since that Week One loss, they've averaged they're averaging 30 points a game. And so as long as the offense continues to do what they're doing, I think we'll be fine. I mean, as long as you know, tw- as long as 12 is healthy, I'm good. I'm good regardless. As long as 12 is healthy. And so that's the head of the body, that is the head that that carries this entire thing. And so as long as twelve is healthy, we are good. In my opinion, that's how my that's my mindset going into every game. And so the offense is obviously going to have to carry if these guys can't go. If Jair can't go. I need twelve to show up. Obviously, with no Darius, I need twelve to show up to uh, to continue to show up. And so he's bought out since that game, since that week one game. And I'm not mad at that um comment saying put savage at corner it's looking like it man and it's, and it's looking like they might have him in the slot i wouldn't be opposed to it. i mean he can definitely do it man savage is very versatile at what he can do and what he could bring to this defense um drew said, are they trying to put savage at corner i mean it's a possibility like i said this is me just talking there's nothing confirmed there's nothing that been said that hey they're gonna bring him down and whatnot this is just me creating scenarios that they can possibly go with at the end of the day the coaches are going to do what they're going to do. And if King is healthy, they're going to ride it out with King. And it's looking like King and Jenkins might be back this week. And I tried to tell y'all, man, listen. <laughs> I tried to tell y'all jokes. I get the jokes with, J- uh, with, with Kevin King. But, hey, if one of those guys go down, if Stokes or Jair goes down, that position is very vulnerable. And so you have to have – you're going to need King. I tried to – hey, man, I tried to say it. I hope I didn't jinx it, but I tried to say it. Nicholas J said we need to see what we got in Gene Charles. Yeah, it's opportunities might come up. Opportunities might be there. They definitely might be there for him this Sunday. Uh he said, hell no. Uh, Sully outside. Nah, that's a disaster waiting to happen. I mean, I don't know how Sully will play outside. I just wouldn't put him out there. But that's just me. Uh, Drew already starting up the campaign. He said Gilmore to Green Bay. You got to put that 2021 in there, man. That's how that's how you make it official. That's how you make it official. That's how you make it official. Listen, I don't think Gilmore will get here. That's just me reaching for the stars. That's me reaching. Um, DJR Productions. He said, "Yo, KDG, what's up? It's going to be tough without Jair, but there's a reason for having the next man up. Stokes has been playing well, and I say our secondary is our strength of the defense." Yeah, exactly. I mean, listen, the pressures are slowly getting there. Gary is getting—he's getting better by each week, and so hey, Will. We'll see secondary right now. Their passing defense is top ten in the league. So, if you had a no-fly agenda, a snow-fly zone, or whatever agenda you've been pushing for this Green Bay secondary, you got some ammo to work with. You got some ammo to work with. Uh, like Drew said, as long as twelve on the field, we uh we're on the field every game. We're gonna be okay. Exactly, exactly. Philip came through. He said, how long is Jair Alpha Kdg? I like I said, nothing has been confirmed just yet, Philip. Nothing has been confirmed. Um, just looking at some grade possibilities. If he's grade one, he could be out for one to three weeks. If he's grade two, I think it said, let me pull up grade two was said to be four to six weeks. And if it's a grade three or higher, he could be out for the season. Now, a possible, like I said, the uh the optimism that I have is from Tom Silverstein's uh, tweet stating that hey, from a source, he could play if he played safely with uh a shoulder brace. So it's looking more like it's grade one. I don't think he needs to be out there Sunday, though, but that's just me. That's just me. Uh, Nicholas J said, time to be an all offense team. But Green-, Green Bay needs to go all in. I mean, you could definitely, you know, manage that as well. I mean, Odell hasn't looked too hot in Cleveland. I'm just saying. I don't, I, that's a campaign I fired up a few years ago. Odell to Green Bay, 20, what was it, 2019, 2020, whenever I fired it up. Uh, you could definitely counter it that way as well. I don't think they need to. But they could definitely do that. They could definitely do that. Uh, Philip said, "How is Kadar home and playing in Houston?" I don't know. I, I have no idea. Man, Houston is, is sad right now, man. It's so it's so sad right now for Houston. It's sad for him. Uh, Drew said, "All these injuries reminded me of 2010. I mean, we know how, we all know how 2010 ended. I don't like. I don't want to be in that position again. I think they had what 16, 16, 15, 16 guys on IR. It was nasty, man." It was nasty, but you know how they got it through. The offense came through the second. The defense actually got better. Defense was probably at the end of the year top five. So even with all those guys on IR, they had the talent to mask all of that. And so Green Bay is a very talented team. Don't let the media tell you different. These guys can get it done. Um, tomorrow stream, like I said, since I did not go live on Monday, I'll be back again tomorrow. Hopefully by tomorrow we actually get some official so that way i can put that in tomorrow's podcast but we had the Bengals this week and so i have a little bit more to say about the Bengals matchup tomorrow uh but this one was just strictly about jair and ways to to counter it to to mask it and and how serious the injury was and so uh phillips said ob he said uh, i'm assuming obj is too ball centric i asked because maybe they'll give him back for the picks back i mean listen I think Odell can play, you know, with, with Devontae. I don't think he's that ball-centric. I think he's all right, man. Listen, if you had a, a, a number two, not to take anything away from NBS or or Lazard, but our number two is strictly a deep threat. You got him out there to open up the, uh, the underneath routes. You got him out there to keep that safety honest. That's why it's been kind of tough for, for Devontae that game against – uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. They made it tough because they had safety shading over them. And you can do that when you don't have a deep threat on the field. And so, if we can get a legit wide receiver two, because Lazard is just out there. He's he's, he's hes at his best blocking. MVS is at his best as a deep threat. But you want the number two to be a solid number two. And if that number two guy – and it shouldn't be Cobb in 2021, man. Our wide receiver two should not be Randall Cobb. Not to take anything away from Cobb, but – at the end of the year 2021, Cobb should not be your wide receiver, too. And so if you can go out there and get you a legit wide receiver, too, hey, make it happen. I don't know what's going to happen, but they definitely have cap to make it work this season. Now, next year is going to be tough. Cap-wise, it's is, is trash. It's garbage next year, but I trust Rush Ball. I trust Goop. They magicians. They'll figure it out. They'll make it work. But this year, go all in. Go all in. You got the talent to do it. So that's what I mean. Uh he said Lazard is good. Like I said, I'm not taking anything away from Lazard. I love Lazard. I love what I love what those guys bring to the table, but they're out there for certain reasons. They're out there as specialists. And I don't want to, I don't want too many specialists out there on the field. Lazard for what he does, run blocking is amazing. He's probably the best run blocking receiver in the league. Uh, he can catch the ball too. But your wide receiver too. you want to have a legit wide receiver too. that's just what i'm saying but yeah that's what i mean that's what i mean um and if there's a way for them to 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 balance that out then i'm all for that uh djr he said it's going to be tough to guard those Bengals receivers especially how jamar chase has been playing as long as we get pressure on burrow yeah man listen the Bengals have weapons and I'm, i'm gonna get into that tomorrow I'm going to get into that tomorrow. Bengals definitely have weapons. Joe Burrow is good. This, Like I said, this is no easy dub by any means. I mean, we're on the road. Uh, the Bengals are a young team. They are a young team. Um, and I think it's going to be a, a, another fight. Green Bay is favored by three and a half, which is crazy on the road. I think the home team automatically gets like six points. So if this was in Green Bay, uh, Lambo, I mean, they'll be damn there with 10-point favorites. And so... It's going to be a tough one, man. It's definitely going to be a tough one. Um, but, yeah, you talking about EQ? I mean, listen, EQ's out there. They had him out there for a second, man. They the EQ not going to be out there long. man. He, he's not going to be out there long. Yeah, he got wheels, but he can't catch. And I can't forgive him for what happened last year. Yeah, like I said, that two-point conversion he dropped, you know, that was that was the nail in the coffin right there for him. I mean, he got a pass thrown to him last week. But, I mean, Rogers was kind of off. But at the same time, he really wasn't looking towards him. And he really wasn't out there for that. And so, um, you know, nothing against those guys, man. But the, we we talking about late draft picks, man. We talking about EQ was what fifth, sixth rounder. Like we talking about guys that you know, and and like I said, I don't want to take anything away from them because I mean they they all bring something special to the table. Uh, but we still need a we still need a legit wide receiver tour, wide receiver tour. Um, but with that being said. I'm about to wrap this up. I appreciate everybody coming through that did come through on this Tuesday afternoon. Before I get up out of here, make sure you guys, if you not, if you have not noticed, I am definitely on Spotify. So if you haven't watched, if you have a hard time catching these live, and you want to listen, you want to play it back later, click the link in the description. It'll take you to the spot uh, to the Spotify page, and you can subscribe or follow that channel as well over there. So make sure you guys do that. If you you know have to get caught up, expect this to be live within a couple of hours, maybe an hour. I don't. It depends on how long it takes for Spotify. It depends on how long it takes for Spotify. But with that being said, appreciate everybody coming through. If you like the video, go ahead and like the video. Comment in the comment section below. Subscribe if you're new. But it's your boy KDG, y'all. Peace.